As vegan and plant-based business owners and entrepreneurs, we're often adapting to a new reality. This new podcast series from Vegan Mainstream is an opportunity to help you when it's time to pivot. These interviews will come from inside and outside of our community, and I hope as your host, Stephanie Red Cross West, I can inspire you and give you the tools that you need to move forward. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our live interviews as we traditionally do every single week. I'm excited today because we have a special guest with us today. It's always fun when I get a chance to really chit chat with someone who I've known for a while, someone that we've gotten to not only to know each other, not only through the vegan movement, but we've been working together, talking, collaborating, sharing ideas and everything. And it's wonderful when I get to do an interview because, you know, I I get to kind of introduce the world to my friend Liz. Thank you. So today's session is going to be really kind of a fun ride because I want to walk everyone through kind of Liz's journey, how she has really used her background, her skills, and really a lot of the amazing things that she does um, and how she's brought that to the movement, how she's used the movement and used her skill set, her connections to actually make sure people are not only becoming aware of kind of the benefits of the vegan lifestyle, but how she's also brought this into an educational kind of channel and educational sense. Um, I think a lot of times when we talk with a lot of people from a business standpoint, often they're educating adults, but Liz is also educating the next generation, the next group of vegans out there. (laughs) I'm really excited about being able to kind of explore these kind of projects and programs that Liz has put in place. And then as we always do in our sessions where we talk about the pivoting, how, you know, Liz has pivoted based on what's happened in the pandemic and how she is responding to it. So without further ado, let's get everyone introduced. I mean, first, let me just say welcome. Welcome, Liz. Oh, thank you so much, Stephanie. It's just like a big achievement to be here with you today because I've been taking one step at a time, following some of your business practices, and lo and behold, we're skill building and making a difference, reshaping uh, what we were doing before COVID and now reaching a digital world that is exciting and fun. I thought, you know, that live classes were great, but online classes are even cooler because you can connect with people in all time zones and um, just get to know the world and share the love in a bigger way, perhaps. And I'm just getting started again. So I'm looking forward to sharing with you my starts and restarts and, and how I've done so many projects in our community, just really driven with the truth. I mean, we need change and there's great options. They're simple solutions. So you have to go out and share them and make a difference. And being the first sometimes in asking for change has been difficult. But um, with time and all of the great news that's coming out about plant-based foods and plant-based living, it's, it's an easier sell these days. And I think the world is going vegan. We're going mainstream. Oh. <laughs> So 
maybe let's give everyone a little bit of background before we dive into all the great work that you've been doing and are planning to do. Let's give them a little bit of background. Let's let everyone know how long you've been vegan and maybe give them a little bit of insight into your original vegan journey. Oh, I'd love to share. So I've been vegan for 10 years now, about 10 years. And I remember first going vegan and Googling cookbooks and there were like just a handful of them out there. And today, look at how much we've grown. The grocery stores, when I first went vegan, there was very little stuff um, in the vegan section. And now we've got plant-based meats in the meat section. Yes. Milk, look at the progress we've made with milk. Um, The dairy section's filled with all these wonderful plant-based milks. But I, too, was a follower of the standard American diet. When I was in high school, I wanted to be a home ec teacher. And my counselor said, don't do it. There won't be any jobs. But I wanted to work in food anyway. So I ended up going to get a two-year degree in business and a certificate in culinary arts. And I actually worked in the food business for a while. I was an educator. I taught a lot of foods classes. Um, And I worked with a consulting group that developed new products for chain restaurants. I was busy doing stuffed crust pizzas and, you know, big burgers and all kinds of, you know, a lot of meat and cheese. So I was even working for the California Egg Commission, going to schools everywhere, teaching kids about how to cook eggs during the incredible edible egg campaign. And... um, Everything I used to do with eggs, I can pretty much do now with tofu. So um, it's exciting. Now we have to do a tofu campaign. Same way I learned about doing what we did with the eggs. I'm going to go out there and do it with tofu pretty soon. So um, lots of education is needed. And the industry knows that too. The egg industry paid a lot of money to have their incredible edible egg campaign. And I'm hoping we see a tofu campaign soon. I want to see soy a winner. Absolutely. I think that's the key is, you know, we really have to get the information out there. You know, it has to be so within reach and it also has to be almost kind of ingrained in the way we do every life, everyday life, the way that we're taught. And that's why I love the work that you do with kids. And I don't want to get too far ahead, but I really love the idea that you're bringing kind of this vegan cooking and eating and, and kind of understanding the health aspect of it to kids, because now what's happening is you're helping kind of interject it into their everyday school life. So it becomes kind of a norm, which is what we really, really, I really hope you know, vegan is because they love it. It's such an easy transition for kids. You know, people can go vegan at any age. I was just reading an article about someone who was 96 years old and just went vegan. So exciting. But kids, I've started with preschools. You know, I went in and I tried to even bargain with the preschool. I have a grandson and I said, I'll trade you cooking classes for some tuition at the preschool. And they weren't ready for it yet, the plant-based. But I kept asking. I said, I'd like to give you guys a couple of free classes and do some projects. And we did with this preschool. It was glorious. And that's what my new website is about, is how to leverage opportunities to use the educational system that we have in place and slip in plant-based foods education. Because before I came along, all of their snacks in the preschool were dairy-based and they had gelatin and meat and all kinds of stuff. And I came along and I said, we're going to make vegan pizza. We're going to make vegan cupcakes. And at first it was, you know, kind of like, I'm not sure about this, but um, the kids love it. And, And it's important that we expose them early 
our schools have way too much dairy in them. The USDA uh, dietary guidelines and the mandatory milk and everything. We need to make change because um, it's time, climate, health, all that good stuff. We got to go mainstream with plant-based milk in our schools. ASAP. So if you're a parent out there, find that milk substitute replacement form with your district, fill it out and file it and ask, may my child please have an alternative milk? Because those school lunches, I know that they were not in school now, but they're still giving lunches away for free, or you can pick them up. And they're just loaded with milk and cheese and more milk and more cheese and eggs and meat and everything. So that a child wanting to follow a plant-based diet would have to survive on sliced cucumbers and an apple. And that's not enough food um, to keep you happy and healthy. So we have to ask for change. And one of my passions is sharing programs with schools and teachers that encourage exploration of our new options and getting kids engaged in sampling and creating work that they can share with other students, collective cookbooks. I've written about nine high school vegan club cookbooks now, and um, each school was just just amazing. It's like being a rock star. You go out with your vegan cookies and your milk and stuff and you put some music on and you put out a cooking project and the kids come. They love it. Oh, we just have to give them a chance to learn. We just got to give them a chance. Nice. Well, let's let's break down one of your programs. Let's talk about kind of the, the cookbook program that you do. Walk everyone through kind of what what is the project and how how it works? And actually, maybe even if you want to give people a little bit of advanced understanding of how you've been able to get some of these schools to say yes, because I'm sure people that are listening right now, the first thing that their you know their jaw hit the ground on is that they let you even come in and do these classes, let alone the fact that you got to a vegan cookbook. So I, even if you can give them a sense of how you worked with these schools so that you could bring in these programs and then maybe give everyone a little bit more insight into what the program consists of and how you're developing these cookbooks. Well, believe it or not, I went to the high school that I graduated from. I walked into the principal's office and I said, can I start a vegan cooking club here at this school? And they said, well, let's get you in touch with the person with the grant funding. And from there, I started the first vegan cooking club in the district. And it was so popular that it ended up spreading to two districts. I was covering two school districts and about a dozen schools teaching, the, leading a vegan club every day of the week. Um, it was so fun. But with COVID and no opportunity to be in the schools, I was also right before COVID hit, I was working with an elementary school on a tofu cookbook. And I was visiting different classes. Each class was doing a different recipe. Um, and I volunteered to get that one started. So there is grant funding. There is funding for foods education in our schools and after-school enrichment programs. I'm not sure what state of it all is right now. But um, teachers can get their students online right now and teach foods education and assign them projects like uh, 
developing a recipe at home, taking a photo of the recipe, and then collectively putting them all together for a class cookbook or a school cookbook. So that's what a vegan culinary memoir is, kind of like a yearbook of recipes, you know, student photos and contributions from different students and learning along the way. So there are meetings and classes where students can learn about um, the three big benefits to plant-based living, health, environment, and animals, and then explore plant-based alternatives for meat, dairy, eggs, and seafood, and then test out some recipes at home, and then document their work, and submit it to their teacher, and then we can help package it up and turn it into a very cool um, cookbook that can be used as a school resource to share in the community or as a fundraiser and uh, get students involved in sharing their work to raising money for more of the same ahead and expand the programs. Also working in video, I'm very excited too. I've had some experience working with kids in their high school video programs and kids can create their own cooking show. I'm here to help them and learn how to do their own show, a food news report, a culinary demo. Um, kids do have some of the resources that they need to make that happen. So I'd like to see them use those resources for plant-based foods education. The resources are there. What we have to do is ask them to shift some focus and attention to the benefits that come with teaching kids about plant-based living because it really is a great return on investment as far as their future health environment and animals we need it so um, we're filling a gap in education and that's key i think the fact that there's that gap and we kind of as vegans know that there's that gap but we sometimes have to convince others <laughs> that there is that gap. And I love that you went back to your high school as a first point of entry. I think that was really brilliant because you had an existing relationship and so forth. So I think that's great advice for others out there that are thinking about doing something like this. And I also love what you're talking about how when you're working with these students that they're able to you know create the recipes create a cookbook and create something tangible for their work something that they can remember um, and even reference or just you know it creates that really amazing experience where you know you can remember when you created or a part of your your high school or your class cookbook well I'll tell you what I used to teach cooking camps regular cooking camps long ago and I've reconnected with some of the students that I had way back when and they're still cooking my recipes from way back oh. then so I said we got to veganize it I had one say I made your applesauce breakfast cake recently I said we're veganizing it now take those eggs out and put some tofu in instead and she loved it so yeah, their recipes, I mean, come on, we eat every day. These are important skills that will help kids make healthy choices for a lifetime. And when you are exposed to them and learn how, you know, something as versatile as tofu can be used as a substitute for this, that, and everything else, um, it's exciting and it's fun and it's sensible and it's necessary. And um, we need to do this rapidly now. So anybody out there who's got that desire to share as well. I mean, just go show up. I walked into my local public library. I said, can I start vegan cooking classes here? You've got a kitchen. And they said, hmm, uh, I'm not really comfortable with that idea of vegan cooking. 
but I think we can give it a try. And I did. I, she said, you got to teach the first one for free. Let's see if anybody's even interested. So I did. And I filled the whole place thanks to the Veg Fund, who has been there to offer grants for food sampling. We did a film screening of Forks Over Knives. And I filled the whole library. Nice. And from there, I started teaching in our public libraries. And I mean, I was at libraries everywhere and I didn't even have to advertise. I'd have a whole room full of people show up for food sampling and discussions about plant-based living. And um, it was free to the community. There's funding with our public libraries for things like this, you know, and now they're waiting for me to come up with something online. So thank you, Stephanie, for the digital classroom experience, because one foot in front of the other, you know, we're we're getting up to speed with the new way of living and it's exciting. It's challenging. Perfect. And I love that how much you're doing this through the community and with the community. I think a lot of times when we're thinking about our businesses, you know, our businesses are kind of the business and then we're trying to figure out how to make that connection um, with our community. And I really love that you're kind of business is built around the community. It's built around the school systems, education systems. And I think that's um, a very unique way to bring kind of veganism into um, our communities. And also I love that you're doing it at different levels, you know, working with high school students, working at it, you know, in pre-K and so forth. So there's not only kind of opportunity to bring this in at every level, but bring it in with different types of content, different types of teaching tools and so forth. So it's really exciting to hear about the work you're doing and the, and also the impact that you're making. Um, and I couldn't agree with you more about classes, like in this digital space that we're in, I think a lot of times people initially felt with online that they would be kind of missing out. And there's some things that you may not be able to do online that you can do in an in-person class, but there's so many other things that you can do online that can be really fun and exciting. Like I um, did a podcast a little while ago and I was telling people about my niece and I, we cook together on Sundays. Um, and you know, she's in a different location. Um, she was in Memphis cause she was, um, becoming a dietitian and she's officially a plant-based vegan dietitian. Um, she started her, her job on Monday and now she's living in Augusta, Georgia. And now what we'll do while she's in Augusta, Georgia is every Sunday, we get on the line, we pick a recipe and we cook together. And it's a great way for us to explore new recipes. It's a great way for us to t try them. Um, and it's a great way for us to connect. So I, I say that to say, you know, kind of in your footsteps or going, following your footsteps on how cooking can really bring us together. Mm -hmm. By working with someone like yourself and getting those skills, by working with someone like yourself and getting comfortable with cooking and learning in these digital environments, I really think many of us can kind of turn these virtual classes and virtual experiences into new traditions as well. Yeah, just think of the benefits. If we can teach plant-based foods and get more people engaged and investing in the new green economy, what the world could be ahead, um, what, what we want it to be ahead. So I am just super excited. It's wonderful to see students learning these new skills, appreciating it. Oh, and the comments. Wow. Are you kidding me? This is vegan? No, this can't be vegan. I mean, oh my gosh, just the, the wonderful joy that I get 
from seeing people's expressions when they try something at, you know, my tofu tacos, that wasn't chicken. Really? <laughs> really? It's so good. We have so much good food. And I'm so glad I discovered plant-based living. Um, it was 10 years ago. My son had a girlfriend. She walked in and said, I'm vegan. I said, are you? What? Vegan? What do you want? A baked potato with salt on it? <laughs> I was stumped. I literally was stumped. And it took me a while. I had out of self-defense, I went online and looked at cookbooks. And that's when, from the moment I heard about veganism to about two weeks later, I saw the film Food Inc. I read Alicia Silverstone's The Kind Diet. Yeah. And I woke up one morning and I said, I, I see a different way. And this is the way I want to go. And I will do whatever it takes to uh, share this passion through food again. Um, so I've had three careers, food, education, and food again. <laughs> it's your calling. <laughs> it was my calling. I just, I can still remember looking at the pastries at Jimbo's market. I had the vegan cake and I was like, I'm going to teach vegan classes someday. I just know it. And it started with that little spark. That's all it takes. So for anybody else who might still be listening and hanging with us, I want to tell you, if you have that little spark and desire, people and things come together to make it happen. And Stephanie, you are one of those fabulous things. So thank you um, for the services that you provide to uplift everybody. You are like the wind beneath our wings, just helping us get, uh, pushing us out of the nest. You've pushed me out of the nest. <laughs> I'm so glad. Like, you're going to do a live now. You're going to go interview. You're going to do StreamYard. I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> so much fun when we finally get to do these things. You know, it's so great. Yeah, when we get to take flight and soar. And yeah. So I'm so happy to see you do that. I'm so happy to see the great work that you're doing. I'm really glad we had a chance to chit-chat today yeah. and share it with my community. Um, definitely get us some of those links to those sessions you're going to be doing on tofu and so forth. So we can share those as well, um, as follow up sessions for people. And I just want to thank you, Liz, for not only all the great things that you do and the work you do and just your energy and everything, but also thank you for joining me today and taking the time to kind of give everyone a little bit of a glimpse into what not only you do, but also inspiring people to really, um, use um, the education system to get the word out, to get people cooking, and to really help kids connect with the vegan lifestyle. So thank you. Yeah, it takes a village, and you've got one there. I love our village, vegan mainstream village, and the classes and everything. So um, I can't recommend them highly enough. It's super awesome, the services that you provide all of us in helping us get on our way to sharing the good news helping create change. We can do this and we are going to celebrate someday. Hopefully a couple of years from now. This I'm going to mark this day as the birthday of vegan culinary memoirs. This is the birthday today. Okay? So a year from now. I can't wait to celebrate with you next year. Yeah, and I'm going to take our annual thing. Yeah, I'm taking your social media class. We're starting from zero and we're going to just go for it. Put me out of the nest. <laughs> well, Liz, I'm going to wrap up our interview today. Okay. I'm so glad we had a chance to catch up, 
with you, catch up with everything you have going on. And I really appreciate you as always. And so glad that we've been able to become, you know, get to know each other over all these years. Yeah. Thank you, Stephanie. Bye everyone.